Hello, welcome to Steven Speak. Extra Speak. Um, I think this is like episode 36 now. This is amazing. Um, I can't believe how many you've recorded, to be honest. Well, yeah, anyway. Uh, today's episode is going to be about how I get to sleep. Um, just a quick insight into my sleeping habits. And... Uh, Using my imagination to fall asleep. So let's let's talk about that. Welcome to Steven Speak Extra Speak. A little more prattle on everything and nothing. Beautiful. Um, I'm loving that new, new title theme. I will make others though, as I've said. I'm gonna make like a rock one and a, a countryfied one when I get time. Well, I have, I have, I have time. It's just when I get into the headspace, let's say. Um, yeah. So today is gonna be me talking about how I, I was always a terrible sleeper as a child. Um, one. Let's let's preface with that. Like I always thought I was missing out. I was that child that would sit on the stairs, and um, the way our stairs were in my old house, you could see through to the TV. So I would lie on the stairs and, and watch TV through the banisters. Um, yeah, and I was a bit of a prick, basically, when I was a kid. Like, I, I didn't like sleeping. I just, it was just like I thought I was, my brain wouldn't switch off. And, um, yeah, I was always on the go. And uh, I, I could literally go to bed at, like, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I'd be awake at 4, maybe earlier. Um, so from a very young age, my, my parents uh, kind of had issues with me. But they also, they, 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 one of the reasons that way this, they rectified me is they just didn't fight me sleeping anymore because I could, I could kind of cope without sleep. Um, and I ate very little. I don't even know how I survived as a child, actually. I ate very little. I was skinny as a rake, which you wouldn't even believe nowadays. And uh, I, I probably had like four hours sleep a night, five hours sleep a night at the most. Um, and I, I was fine. Um, but yeah, they, they, they kind of solved it by when I was about five or so, teaching me how to make breakfast, and I might be even younger than that, and they used to get stuff ready for me, so all they had to do was, like, pour milk on my cereal, and, and, um, they got an old second-hand TV from someone, it was all, old, really old one from, like, the 70s. Um, probably worth a fortune now if we still had it, it was like, it had, like, weird touch-sensitive, um, channel changes, it wasn't real control, it was just... Get up and change over. Yes, kids, that, that was a thing. Um, but it was, like, touch-sensitive. Very weird. Um, but they put a TV in my room. It was for me and my brother, really. Um, but they basically said I could go downstairs and make breakfast and go back to bed and, and eat in bed. And, and that solved me getting into bed with them and waking them up and begging for breakfast. Basically, I was a dog when I was a child. Um, but yeah, that was me as a, that was me as a kid. And, and sleep didn't come easy. Like, if it was summer... Like, the light would keep me awake. Uh, it would wake me up as soon as it started getting light in the morning. Uh, even in winter, um, the like, security light coming on outside of the outside light being switched on. Or my parents talking. And a little, literally, I had to have, like, pitch black and silence to go sleep, basically. Um, and if them, them things weren't so, then it wasn't happening for me. Um, luckily, as an adult, that changed. Um, it changed, really, when I started doing shift work. Um, when I started having to get up early, uh, go bed late, do all the normal things you do in a day, 
And especially when I started doing nights, and that really kicked in. When I started working night shifts when I was like 21. did a couple prior to that, but it wasn't really in my shift pattern. It was like an extra. So I'd only worked a few. And when I started working full-time in uh, the job, well, in the company I, do, I am now, I had regular night shifts, like, in a roster. And that changed everything for me. I could literally sleep on a fence. Um, I could go sleep at will. which It was amazing. It was kind of a revolution for me, because... Even as an adult, a young adult, I still had trouble like getting sleep if it was too light or there was too much noise, and yeah, pretty pretty much bad times for me. Um, but how how I started to solve it as a child, because I would get told off quite a lot for for being awake. So as I, I would, the, the way I solved it as a child, I would um, imagine things. So I'd use my imagination to imagine I was on an adventure, or and that would make me drift off to sleep. Um, I, I still have problems switching my brain off at night time. So even even though I can like go sleep really easily now, I still have to use this technique. Um, so yeah, I, I basically use my imagination to switch my brain off, but it isn't switching my brain off, but it's putting in like a different pattern of relaxation that probably stops all the other thoughts really that are keeping me awake, uh, whatever they may be. Um, and, and the biggest one... That I use, that the most common one I use, um, and I, I don't think I've even said, well, I might have said this to Sarah briefly, I don't know how in-depth she thinks it goes though, um, and it reminded me because we were watching Die Hard the other day because it's been Christmas and, you know, it's a Christmassy film, it's set at Christmas, it's not really, it's like not really a Christmas film, but it is, I always watch it at Christmas, I watch it anytime really, um, I've been a tradition to watch it at Christmas, um, it's like set at Christmas, so that makes it a Christmas film to me. Um, but yeah, one of the one of the ones I use, um, and it's it's come from watching it as a kid as well, watching it as a teenager. It's imagining I'm John McClane, uh, which is which is bonk, bonkers, really, if you think about it. But it's just, um, yeah, I just like to imagine that I'm John McClane. Uh, I'm got me gun and I'm entering like a terrorist building or or Die Hard Two, it's at an airport and you know, and I'm I'm the hero and uh literally if I start thinking about that, it sends me straight to sleep. In fact, I'll be yawning. Oh my god. This literally made me yawn. Thinking about die hard fantasy that I have in my brain. How bizarre is that? Like, that wasn't scripted. I don't script things. That is literally me thinking. I was literally picturing what I think of when I'm going to sleep, and it literally made me yawn. Um, that's how effective it is. And all, all literally I imagine is that all of a sudden I'm in the airport, or I'm in this building, and I'm John McClane, uh, but I'm not I'm me, uh, as John McClane. And, like, I'm creeping around this, this airport, or Nakatomi Plaza, uh, Trying to save all the hostages, and that, but it literally does that. Is we're going to yawn again? Does that fantasy, like imagination thing, is so effective for getting me to sleep that I never? I used to like have to enact like a lot of stuff in my brain, like you know, um, sometimes half the film. I'm like, this is so bizarre, but this is true. This is what I do, um, and I, I reenact scenes in my brain, but in, me as the, the antagonist, and. Um, it's so effective now that I literally just have to think about being in the situation and thinking about my next steps and bang them asleep. And it is that quick. Um, 
And there must be some sort of psychology behind that. There must be some sort of, like, um, I don't know, like, it must just put my brain in a certain, it's just got so used to it now, it must just set my brain into a certain wavelength or something like that, which just makes me fall asleep now uh, so quickly. Uh, but I, I, I genuinely feel like yawning because uh, I've thought about that, which is bonkers, really. But, you know, that's just just what it is. Uh, that's That's my brain and that's... And uh, that's my technique. I've been doing that since I was a kid. And when I was a kid, it was like when Jurassic Park came out. One of, one of my things was imagining um, Jurassic Park, basically. Uh, imagining that I was um, in Jurassic Park. I had a crush on Lex, the character Lex, the little girl in it, when I was a kid. So I was, she was probably a couple of years older than me, maybe two or three years older than me. So uh, like the old woman, obviously, apparently. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I, I, my imagination was that I was saving her from the dinosaurs, and that used to make me go sleep, and that's, that's, that's what I did as a kid, you know, like, anything that I was into, film-wise, or action hero, or, like, James Bond was a big one as well, pretending I was James Bond, I could never quite imagine myself as that, though, I think James Bond is quite sophisticated, whereas John McClane, like, he's an everyman, and I feel like I relate more to that, and that just does it for me every time. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was it was quite a quite a strange way to get to sleep, and I don't know whether other people think of that, um, or do do stuff like that, or whether they just can just switch their brain off. I'm I'm not sure. Um, I don't know how it works. How do you get to sleep? Do you imagine yourself as John McClane? Um, I feel like I feel like it's probably more common than I would think. Or whether people admit to it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. You see, I just, I, I'll literally tell you anything on here. Um, but yeah. Um, I heart <laughs> John McClane in my imagination knows no bounds, apparently. Um, but it's good to have that imagination, though. And I think that might be why my dreams are so vivid as well, because my, my, I just do completely, like, switch off my brain when I go to sleep. My, my dreams can be super vivid, but completely bonkers. And, um, I'm going to have to write some of them down at some point. I'm going to have to, like, keep a notepad by my bed. And I'm going to have to do an episode just on, like, some of what my dreams were. Sometimes when I tell Sarah, she just looks at me as if, like, you've literally dreamed, dreamed, dreamt that. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, that's so weird. But a lot of the time, they're super, super, like, super realistic and vivid. I know in my own dream that this is stupid. This isn't real. Um, because it's so bonkers. But, yeah. How do you get to sleep? And do you have bonkers dreams? Um, I'll do a, I'll do a dream dream episode at some point, I think. Uh, and I might even expand on, on the old imagination thing. It's one of my most popular episodes. Uh, it's episode three um, from the first series. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I love using my imagination. I can drift off quite easily. And, um, yeah, you stifle myself a little bit with it as well. You kind of hold back and sometimes couldn't do that. I'm, I'm again, I'm like an all or nothing person. I'm either like completely constricted and self self abusing is the word I was going to use, and that's kind of right. Or I'm just free and everyone looks at me like I'm absolute nutter, basically. Uh, but I don't mind that. I don't mind. I don't mind. Some days I do, some days I don't. But generally, like, I, if I'm being me, I'm me, aren't I? So, um, I'm just I'm just rabbiting now. So I'm going to go. So. Hope you enjoyed that episode. 
let me know how you get sleep. Let, let me know if there's any techniques you use. Um, and if you pretend you're John McLean. Uh, take care of yourselves. I'll speak to you soon. You've been listening to Stephen Speak Extra Speak. Thanks for listening to my unscripted prattle on everything and nothing. Visit stephenspeak.com for updates, information, and my blog. You can follow more updates on social media at stephenspeakpc. Thanks very much, and I'll speak to you soon.